Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone theme podcast. We record the show live on the Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are Wacky Wes, Mikey Dread, Art Faulkner, Carlos Campos. Thank you. Let's Drone Out. A very lean edition, I'll say. Uh, tonight we have Curry Kitten. Hello. We have Tony. Bonjour. And Frank B. I am Frank. Hello. Yes, also. Uh, we don't have Jack on this week because he's logged in hey. but just lurking in the background. So he's logged he's in twice. Logged now. In twice. So we'll see hey. how that goes. Uh, we were planning to have a, a guest on talking about the OpenHD system, uh, which we've posted around everywhere. So if you're here to, to watch that, unfortunately, it's been delayed a couple of weeks because he's got a power cut. So sorry, you can't make it on this week, but he'll be on on the 6th of August. So uh, this week we will be talking about who knows what. Talking about nothing. Crashes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tony, you, you've you've been in, and seen Jack this week, haven't you? Yes, he was. I I crashed my alien. It snapped in half. Wasn't my fault. It was. What's fault? I blame it, DJI. <laughs> I blame DJI. Um, I was doing a chase video with Danny. We were both on <laughs> 100 milliwatts, <laughs> and uh, I think. When he was um, behind me, following me, it worked all right for the other way around. When I followed him, chased him, it was fine. Um, he said he had a bit, a bit of break up, but he was standing up. And all, you know, I fly when I'm sitting and I have to sit down. Mm. And the first bit was down behind some corn around a bend. I mean, the picture was fine, but literally it just got stuck, froze or punched up. Punch, punch, Ooh. punch, nothing, froze, froze, please come back, please come back, nothing, literally nothing. It was just frozen on a screenshot of the mm. floor, the stones. Um, whilst yeah. it was frozen, did you enjoy looking at the stones in great detail and <laughs> just brilliant. contemplating how good it looked? It's HD and just fantastic, but, of course, <laughs> I can hear my drive. It weren't even far away. I could hear it going up and up and up, so I'm pulling up and up. Tom, I've took my goggles off, seen it line of sight. I've gone so far back, it's upside down. So what do you do as soon as you take your goggles off? Punch it, punch it. And I just <laughs> punch it straight to the ground. It literally went, <laughs> and I just saw bits go. I think I think that's the one reason I have like angle mode available, because I don't fly with it. But if I lost signal, then it's very easy just to flick it into that, and then you're not sort of like, which way up am I? Yeah, I might have to re put that on my yeah so basically got to do more testing now we're both on 50 megabits 50 yeah um and 7 milliwatts and then 
Yeah, it was just so. Yeah, my I literally snapped the frame in half. And how, how first, many seconds? Uh, just out of interest, because I've I've heard stories about if the signal goes, it is slow to reacquire it. About can you? Obviously, it I felt was, like two years, but how many seconds do you think it was where you had nothing? Lots, 10, 15 seconds. Literally wow. waited ages. And I was like, slowly, I was just trying to think, right, I'm flying fine. It's it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's going to come on, come back. I was like, panic, panic, goes off. And I would, I'd been slowly doing that. And of course, so you're doing I'm, the world's largest power loop. Yeah. And then when I. <laughs> It was quite far away, well, you know, a line of sight away, not, not to know if it was upside down or whatever. Unfortunately, it was upside down, and then my punch, punch it out, punch it out, Tony, and then you'll be able to see where you're going. Yeah. But it was upside down. Yes. It just literally so, so that was Danny's straight, fault. Straight into the fault. Yeah, so he's back under the stairs, a little <laughs> He ain't laid out, he ain't laid out for a while. Oh, but, dear. Catman says it never comes back. Well, I, I I think you're right. I don't think once it's cut, I don't think it ever comes back. I think you have to re- turn it off and turn it back on because I don't Rob, think it'll ever come back either. Robin Moore in the chat asked, uh, can analog ever freeze? And I will vouch uh, and say that, yes, it can. If yep. someone powers on next to you, then you get a very still screen all of a sudden. And you Technically, it's not it. frozen. You're just looking at someone's shoes for a long period of time. Well, if it's if it's on the ground and it's just you just get a, a shot of them, you know. I've had my um, on the floor. I've had my uh, what do you call it? What's the other thing? What makes stuff good? What, what was the <laughs> thing? <laughs> thing that makes stuff good? Come on, that really magic good. cream. I don't know. That magic stuff. box that I used when racing a and stuff. Fucking hell. Clearview. Oh, Honestly, yeah. there's that little bloke in my brain going along the corridors going, what one is it? Uh, Clearview. That. I've had that. Tony, take your top off. It's my birthday. Five dollars. No. Oh, no, Jack. <laughs> Jack has to set fire to himself wherever he is. We've got nothing to set fire to. I'm not saying, no. This, this is pornography and stuff. <laughs> Thanks for your donation anyway, Jack. Happy birthday. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Clearview has, do- has done it to me as well. Once when I was flying the X-Class around Martin's track at high speed, it literally went f- it went black. It didn't freeze. And luckily, it was behind me as well. I managed to get the goggles off, look behind, but I was like that far off the floor. And because it was so big, I just went like that and it just went and slowly put it down. So saved that. But yeah. So I've got to do more tests now. So yeah, I'm just going to do more tests. I th- me and Danny might have been standing too close to each other as well. Yeah, and he's caught getting well, in the way and stuff like that. And because we're too near, I don't know. It's weird. Hello, Bruce Holland in the chat. Richard Warwick missed the uh, the early thing. The um, Stephen who from OpenHD who was supposed to come on um, where he is, he's had a bunch of thunderstorms. It's brought trees down, and he's got no power. So his ten kilobit per second internet link on his phone isn't going to quite do it. I'm afraid for uh, for this show. So he's going to be back on the sixth. We we were all asking questions. We researched it. We were asking 
going to ask good stuff, weren't we, Frank? It was all yeah. good. Frank came up with a snappy title. Yeah. Well, that's it. I'll have to push it all back. So I had to ask Tony something about that because you broke your frame. So presumably you were taking it around to Jack's to be fixed. Well, no, he was the only one who has an alien, any alien spares ever. As soon as I oh. crashed it, I was online on my phone, like, where can I get anything? Nowhere. Quickly text vagina. I mean, Jack. And then um, it just, bless you, nearly. And then just went, have you got this? And he was like, just sent a picture of it. And I was like, oh, I love you. And then um, then looked closer and seen my top plate had snapped as well. So I text and then he sent another picture. And I, so I went around there and he gave, he gave them to me and said, there you go, old chum. So it was very nice. And then told me it was, look at top off. Is it, is it your mum who wants me to take my top off, Jack? If it <laughs> is, I might do it. <laughs> if it's you, no. <laughs> Um, anyway yeah that was um that was my experience so there's no aliens in the world well there is aliens but no alien frames left so yeah what frame would you go for if you didn't have if there were no aliens left anything anything will fit the cadex in and battery on top and kicks so and practically runs anything then. <laughs> just, yeah. Well, this is what I had before. That's what I need now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, the reverb. I've got a reverb as well, but I prefer the alien because it's a little bit longer. No, I don't know. Uh, the apex uh, are the next thing, isn't it? But it's all like very expensive now. But I like. I still like the Dreadnought, but that was designed around analog. Unfortunately, I don't think it would fit anything in. We'll have to have another look at it. You've got the Vista, though, haven't you? Isn't that a little bit a little bit smaller than the normal air unit? It is. Bit. It is a bit smaller, but I, I'm pretty pretty sure it won't fit. I don't know. I don't know. But my 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 Dreadnought flies lovely, so I don't want to touch that. But I could ask Greg for another one, but. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Well, there's, so, yeah. uh, Halo have been doing some stuff on frames. Yeah, they've tool. probably got some quite good frames, actually. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, he's doing a three. He's flying a three inch at the moment, isn't he, with Cadex and stuff built in. It's like yeah, they're definitely uh, putting the bits in to put the, the DJI stuff in there, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, look, Aries in the chat says, Tony, the... Let me put it up on screen. The Apex has a 2020 in the back. Yeah, so that would fit the Calyx bit in the back. But they're quite dear, I think, the Apex stuff. I don't know. I'll have to see what happens. Now I've got to build up the trust on that quad again. Yeah. Not not, not because it's conked out because of the DJI thing just well me because once you've had a crash you know you can get weak joints and so hopefully yeah. we can go over them and re you know reflow everything and you know you just got a quad that you trust because that's the one yeah. what I just like literally just took off and flew right out over the sea and over that ferry and I was just like right I trust this this squad's fine now I've got to build that trust up again because there's other quads that are just like no i'm not going over the sea with that and that one will that <laughs> might go in but 
What mm. about the DJI though? Are you? I mean, what's your confidence like on that? Are you like, I'm never flying with anyone ever again? Well, no, I, I, I think I'm just going to do more testing with Joker um, when I let him out of the stairs cupboard, <laughs> and we go out over the field and just fly low to the ground. So if you know if it falls down, I know where it is. <clears throat> Not far to walk, and it fall in grass not straight into a gravelly, nice, stony road. I did power into it, though. So you need need to try and recreate your situation to see if you can get signal back off so you get a plan. That's what what we're going to do. If not, it's always just revert back to the 25 where it gives you more bandwidth because you get more channels. Yeah, that's that's kind of the question, isn't it? Is it how much is it down to position, orientation, the bandwidth that it's using next to each other rather the yeah because i found when i was watching his so if he flies and i tune into his channel looking out at his quad that it's not i get a crap picture but if i face him Hmm. i was getting a good picture so what i think Uh. it does is the goggles from his I don't, get, yeah, I don't get it off of the quad. I get it off of his goggles. That's interesting. I think, don't know, but sense. it seemed to be better when I faced him. I was still two meters apart. Don't worry. And what, uh, relating to next week, what antennas are you both running on your goggles at the moment? You and we Danny? were both both running menace at the bottom. All four or just the bottom. Yeah, I said to Menace, someone in the chat or someone in my YouTube said that um, if you put Menace on the top, they work better. And I told Greg that, and he was like, oh, That can't happen, but because it's, it's another Andy's test that we can do. Andy's done a deep dive on, on the DJI stuff, and so he's saying there's two of them that are purely receive, and pure them, two of them are receive and transmit. Yeah, the bottom are the receive, which I put the menace patch on, and the top ones are transmit and receive. So, mm. yeah. So that was a that was a fun evening going to find my quad upside down <laughs> in pieces, snapped in half. Yeah, mm. it did run though. So I powered, I powered it up, and it it was run, and my, and my GoPro didn't break. So. All of the it did its job, you know. The frame protected everything, it snapped in the right places. All the um, prints snapped in the right places to save everything. So, got to be happy with that, really. Just, I'm just glad it wasn't near the sea or over the sea. Yeah, because it, it would have been bye bye. How many hundreds of pounds? <laughs> Three. Four, five, six, probably six and a half hundred, seven hundred quid a quad, isn't it? With a zero seven on. Yeah. Wow. That would have hurt. Yeah. Mm. That's what you got to think about now when you're flying. Hmm. But would it really be that different on analog? Like, if you are flying over the sea with a couple of people, would you be that much more? No, I'd still be pipping it. Yeah, <laughs> I only like to do it when when it's just me, really. I mean, when 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 I went and flew the other day at Seaford, I was like, I made sure I went out on my own, and no one else was there. So, apart from your spotter, of course. Oh yeah, the spotter was there. I let him out that day. 
But yeah, so uh, was it your two-legged spotter or one of your four-legged spotters? Two. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the four-legged one. Then she's not allowed out on the old boy either. He's too tired now. But she's there all night. Asleep. I'm just expecting you to pan the camera and she's just there, just doing, you know, just giving you the eyes all the time. She's falling asleep now. Oh. You get a bit of uh, peace for Rest a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, she's a nightmare at the moment. Yes. Dave Story in the chat. Let's change the subject quick. <laughs> What's the wing? Uh, that's the mini AR uh, wing, but it's got. Um, Uh, it's, it's the one that I showed a few weeks ago. It's got two motors, so a needs pivot uh, using a miniaturized version of uh, the RC Explorer um, uh, motor tilt. Uh, and but it, yeah, there were old motors and old ESCs that I ripped off an old quad that had seen better days anyway. <clears throat> I think. Mm, thinking back, maybe it did have an issue with one of them, and I think I probably used one of them because it was smelling of uh, it was smelling of old fan heater. And then, as I tested it a bit more, it started smelling of of sparklers, and and yeah, I, it was just smelling a super chap. So I decided to get some new SCs and new motors. They've arrived, but I haven't uh, installed them yet, so I need to do that. Uh, and then hopefully it will be ready for another. Quick cover test. It, it seems stable enough, uh, surprisingly, just stock-ish on, I mean, I, it's a lot of faffing around, but on RG plane, in the quad plane, tilt, or the tail sitter of quad plane, of RG plane, uh, and some faffing around. Uh, but yeah, it, it seemed to almost hover, but just... Would film it next time. I was I've filmed it both times. I've put it in a, our little private chat. I'm pretty sure. Did you? I yeah. don't remember hovered one. Well, it's it's not not quite hovered. It, it kind of slowly sinks on full throttle, which is why I've got new ESCs and motors. Um. So, but it's you know it, it encourages me. It was what I needed to know that it's not just gonna wig out and not fly. Uh, so hopefully with some more reasonable, reasonably matched motors and ESCs. Then... So what have you been doing all day, Frank? You could have been fixing it today, couldn't you? Or been, have you uh, been uh, on a quest or something? I've been playing on the Oculus Quest, yeah, which is there. Uh, and I was playing Shadow Point, now I'm finishing that, uh, which mm. is, is a bit weird because it's obviously, well, I really like it as a game, but it's... I didn't get on very well with VR, so I was like determined to finish it, but I could only play it in like short sections before, like, having to <laughs> vomit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I know, I will finish this, but also it's, it's a really non linear storyline. So doing it in short sections, I'm like, what the hell's going on? I have no idea. It's a bit mm. weird. Uh, but yeah, it all made sense in the end. But, uh, but I think Carrie's been out flying and had. A similar level of success to Tony. Have you been crashing as well? Equal success to Tony, except I've got more battles. You can't see it, but I've got at least 200 individual, like small cuts 
and I'm still pulling fawns out my hands because I was out testing a couple of bits. I did a VTX and a camera, and I did like a couple of batteries where I was just showing VTX power, and this was using my Nazgul 5, uh, which is pretty fast, pretty nice quad, and I thought, I'm going to turn the GoPro on, and I'm going to zip it about, and where I am, there's I, I go up in this field, and there's sort of overhanging branches, and you know it's good fun to get under there and, and do stuff. So I was... I was doing that and there's there's a couple of branches where you can't quite see it and you have to use like your memory of it but the Nazgul's doing quite a bit faster than the normal toothpicks so I was going along and I hit that branch and it goes and it does the old lands in the bush um so I got the, the quad back and it was all fawn bushes so I got that but one of my I use an individual sort of battery back beeper because I'm I'm swapping that between them and that had fallen out so I can hear this beep, beep, and I can't see it. And honestly, it's literally like, well, like the, if the beeping was right in front of you, you like, you'll swear it was there, but you can't see it. And there's so many little layers of, you know, it's not even earth. It's just like compressed different layers of leaves and stuff. And you can just dig down like a foot almost in it. But because I spent so much time digging around in here, I was getting all cut up and I eventually got the beeper back after what it it felt like half an hour an hour it, it probably wasn't that long but then i was like really I'll, I'll go fly it again because it's nothing wrong with the quad and i was flying it around and you know that thing about if you crash in the place you have to go back there you mustn't be scared because you, you'll never do it so I, I did it but i went in the reverse and i hit the same branch <laughs> and crashed again and I, it wasn't so deep that time, so I got the quad back, and I thought, you know what? Let's let's forget that quad. I think we're um, we're destined to fail there. So I went over to do my other tests. I've got a baby Rattel. I put it on a little Lao free. So I did a, a flight on that one, and that was fine. And I was using the same beeper to put on it, and I put it on, and we did another flight. And I was going sort of five hundred odd meters, which put that into legal terms, four hundred feet or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> out really low no problem so i came back towards 100 meters of myself and i punched up so i was quite high because i wanted to look at the sun just to check how the camera was and during that i sort of flipped around and came back around and it just said rx loss on my screen and i was like well that's weird and i, I was expecting the signal to come back like it was just a must have been a momentary glitch and nothing happened and i was you know sometimes your brain doesn't work quite as fast as you wanted to so i'm sort of it mm. if it was like dropping for half an hour it'd have been 15 minutes saying that's peculiar, isn't it? I wonder why that's happening. Before I thought, you know, I should try disarming and rearming and see if I can get it back. So I did that, and it said it went to armed, and I punched, but it was so close to the ground, it hit it, and instant, like, psh, static on the screen. I was like, oh, that's a pain. But never mind, I thought. It's, it's in the middle of a field. The grass is, like, four foot high, but I've got that beeper. Except what I think happened is that beeper was beeping for so damn long while I was trying to find it out of the buried ground that the battery had run out. So I got there and I couldn't hear a thing and I had no battery plugged in and a quad, a three inch quad in, in a lot of area. Mm. And uh, I, I went back through the DVR footage and sort of worked out approximately where I was. And I started walking in the direction I thought it would be. Um, and I was very lucky that the battery had in fact stayed in and the motors were beaconing. So I just heard this very little, <laughs> you hear that? And it was like completely upside down in the grass. So I wasn't getting any signal from it. Um, we've got it back now, but there's a slight problem. If you look at this arm, it's not supposed oh. to do that. So that has, that has just broken there. So that's kickstand. 
a new a new frame there needed. But I got I got the quad back. But the beeper, we don't know what happened to it. So after all that effort and getting my hands all cut up retrieving the beeper, I've lost the beeper on a separate crash because it ran out of battery. It's kind of ironic to lose a beeper that basically <laughs> told you where it is. But you know these things happen. At least got got the rest of it back. I've heard you like beepers. Let me put a beeper on your beeper. Yeah, yeah. You need a paper for your paper. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, if if I've got, if I had like a couple of quads that I'd fly all the time, I wouldn't have the beeper that you put in externally. I'd have the one that you'd wired in, and then you don't have a problem with it running out of battery because all the time you've plugged it in, it's charging, and if the battery comes out, it will start beeping. So you haven't got a problem. It's only because when I'm reviewing stuff, I tend to sort of move around quad to quad that uh, I do this because it's just, you know, I can just rubber band it to the battery and it's nice and easy. Yeah. But yeah, use beepers, people. They're good. <laughs> like, well, I, luckily I didn't have to use a beeper. I could, I could see where mine was. <laughs> you can see the crater. Yes. I could see bits. <laughs> the explosion. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it should be up and running. I think, I think, uh, are you fixing it? Yeah, he's <laughs> fixing it. <laughs> I was, I was going to talk about that, Tony, because it, it leads us up to our Tony versus Jack, the video wars, where yeah. Jack's brought out a new video. It was which... a bit out of order, weren't it? don't you think? Did I ever bit... say anything? Well, the bit unsub from Tony, sub to me. <laughs> I never did that. <laughs> But you did keep saying in the comments, boo, he doesn't even edit his own videos. And I wanted to ask you, who builds your quads for you? Is it Tony? <laughs> I can. I've done it. Really? There's videos of me doing it. <laughs> I hate They're listening to the comedy, it. I believe. Because we did we did see the little Zode dart you'd put together, and that involved mainly it, gaffer tape. It worked. It worked. It worked. It did it. Well, you had to get Jack to fix it. It did. <laughs> it did once. It worked, it worked one fly. Well, I just think go. he was going a bit too far, but I, I also think other people did as well. Um, because um, people subscribed to me. So thanks, Jack. <laughs> I, got, I got subs. I've got people feeling sorry for, for me. No. No reason to whine then. No. Do you know if this if this funny video actually got Jack any subs? Because like, that's that's been yeah. the long running joke is that any video either of you two put up loses you. Yeah, we subs. normally lose subs. I think he was Jack was just under. I think he dropped under nine hundred or something, hasn't he? Because now he's up to nine. Uh, is it nine twenty or something? So look, where's his video? Yeah. So the the rule is, if you put out a video without DJI, your subs goes down, and if you put a video up with DJI in the title, your subs goes up. That's the rules. It's, we seem to have worked out from this sample of two. Yes. Yeah, so Tony's ahead by what forty two or something? Oh, good boy! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, more than that. 48. I don't know. I've only got... How many have I got left to go? Not a lot. Well, you have to do 1,000 minus 967. How long do you need? I'm going to... Um, I'm going to... I'm not going to tell you what I'm going to do on my next video. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know, but I reckon it's going to have the words DJI on it. Birds on it, everything. <laughs> it's going to be a hit. <laughs> See, look, people love it. Tailspin. I love building quads. Just can't afford the bits now. Oh, mate, I, I absolutely, it's like the worst thing ever for me. Numskull says, I prefer building to flying. Uh, there's it's in, there's quite a lot of people that um surprisingly really into the building part of it um and it, i guess almost if you put so much effort into the building making it lovely then you don't want to risk it and they become the, the, the hanger queens don't they mm. well, i'm the guy who just likes flying like if that's why i've got like 29 quads because <laughs> it crashes and i just go and get another one off the wall and go out with that <laughs> If it happens again, I'll go and get another one, you know. But just like, I just don't find it at all. Yeah, just don't like it. Don't like it. Just going out and my fly, flying is my hobby, not building. But each to their own. See, look, Winter Blue, yeah. I enjoy I enjoy building more than flying, I think. And Rich Warwick says building is almost the best bit. I don't know how you pronounce that. Triple X Henry Cop. I am better at building the flying. Uh, no matter, no matter how you think, there's always a whole group of people that for some reason will think completely opposite. Like, um, I, I was talking to guys at a, a race I want, went to, and you know, like loads of people prefer freestyle because it's like, you know, you just do what you like and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, a guy there said, oh, I like racing. I like being told where to go and what to do i don't like if, if i have to fly on my own I, I don't know what to do i have to make it myself so it's just like every every single um little niche has its complete opposites and a whole group of people that just like mm. doing that which i find mm. interesting because it takes all sorts it does and i'm glad i'm glad i've got friends and people under says that help me <laughs> like just go around to jacks and he do this and do that he's he saved me so many times I think he built the night before we done that um one of the first ever FPV flights is that indoor one we flew in that airsoft place in London. Oh, what yeah, Whitechapel. Yeah. FPV League event in Whitechapel. Yeah, that was one of the first ones. Jack set fire to a thing and I don't know where the pirate extinguishers <laughs> were. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> that sounds like a normal day. That, that night he built me a the, I said to him, it's going to be small place. I want to do good in this. And he built me a three-inch three inch quad. Yeah, I, I look back on second. that. Because I, I, like, I was on like the starting grids, like waving people off and starting races in a high-vis in this small enclosed space full of five-inch quads. That, yeah. that, that was a bad idea. Uh, it was. <laughs> That's why I knew it was going to be a small place. And I was like, right, I need to get him to, to build this little quad, which he did. I think it was the night before. Yeah. Fun times, though. So, yeah, 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 it was, it was good. But, um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm glad everyone's different, to be fair. But it's funny, isn't it? Because it's, it's like these, like you say, there's people that prefer flying and people that prefer building, but then you put those groups together against like the hardcore racers and there's, then you end up with like the freestylers versus the racers. And then you put like them again up against the, uh, the guys who do the wings and it's quads versus wings. And then you put them together against like 
the socks and sandals and, and it's you know fpv versus line of sight and then you put it versus the real socks and sandals and then it's like bolsa versus everything else and then you put them together and it's like rc versus control line and free flight and all that stuff and then it's like drone pilots versus like manned aircraft versus the rest of the world mm. i know i know i'm you know start as you mean to go on there's photos of me there at the first FPV event I attended in Hivers, like having not known anyone and just rocked up on the day. And like, Tongue is just like, here you go, have a Hivers and an airhorn. Wonder off friend there. This episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. There is, as you're saying, that there are so many little subgenres of things that people are super passionate about. There's, um, I suppose, the only thing we don't have in um, multicopter flying is like these people are into scale, like uh, like the planes sort of recreating mm. the, the stuff. I'm, I'm sure that's just a matter of time, though. <laughs> oh yeah. Perhaps when they have like these manned things, they become like, I want to scale one of those. Or they make uh the, the those things from Avatar and try and make those fly and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's there's even like the, the classes of stuff that people are freestyling of like, you know, the, you got the toothpicks or the tiny whoops or the X class or the beach class. Oh, the- and even within the toothpicks, you've got people saying, Well, that's not really a toothpick. It's a bit like the whoop saying that's not a whoop because it's not sixty-five mil. Yeah, it's seventy-five, but it's got the ducks. Doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't count. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I used to love my little. I, do you remember I used to fly a toothpick before toothpicks were toothpicks? Do you remember Dan Upton made that little quad, and I used to take it racing in that indoor place. I loved that little thing. Two S. I need to get him to fix that. Well, I remember back in like... <laughs> See 20- what I mean? I, can't, I won't fix it. It must have been 2015. There was the the OWL, the FPV OWL frame. that was like one of the earliest tiny... I mean, a tiny at the time brushless. Like everyone was doing like 250s and calling them mini quads. And, you know, mm. and there was this that was like basically toothpick size. But it was, and everyone was like, nah, it's, it's stupid. It it's so great. I must have had quite an early one because I got this thing, Hobby King, back when we used to use Hobby King, had this mini quad and it was this, this very small fiberglass frame, fiberglass, which you had to like assemble. And it had these little 2S uh, 1804 motors or something. And um, it was just because I had it at the same time I had my. DJI 450, um, and there was there was they didn't have the mini quad in between then, and that was that was kind of a pig. I'd, I'd sort of FTPV'd it, and I changed over so many things. I remember I had to sort of build my own VTX out of components because no one did one small enough. What? Yeah, you, you could you could buy the individual board, and then you had to sort wow. of connect things to it and stuff to to try and make it a little bit lighter. That was. But every time you even crashed it a bit, the fiberglass just went, so it's just like super glue it back together. It'd be fine. Just carry on doing it. 
because yeah, that that had a, I think, a KK, either a KK or KK two in there. Uh, that's how bad it was. It's, it's funny. I always remember fondly flying these things and thinking this is great. It was so easy and smooth back then. But when I look back at the video, I was like, how do I keep that in the air? It looks horrendous. Mm. The, the rose-tinted right. spectacles are very big with FPV stuff. They are. Has anyone gone back four or five years and looked at their old footage and gone, oh, my God. Even when I look back, oh, I don't know, a year and a half, some of my stuff, I'm like, God, I thought that was quite good. But, uh. Like on the Session 5 and the stuff. Even the Session 5 looks crap now compared to the yeah, so everything. Everything is hyper smoothed out, isn't it? Well, not just that. Just, just the, just the better camera, just the quality and stuff. Because I used to be able to fly that, uh, fly my Kiss freestyle stuff quite smoothly. But looking back on the footage, it's just the, the session is just. I don't know. I've still got two sessions that I don't use anymore. But I'll probably, you know, I use them for other things when I'm doing vlogs or anything like that but just the tech changes so quick we'll be looking back at stuff now in a couple of years time and going oh what a lot of crap like I'm doing hopefully we'll be saying oh can you believe they could only fly for four minutes instead of the hour we can do now that'd be nice wouldn't it I look forward to those days we'll be bored you- though I'm looking forward to. Can you really believe we used to have to organise who was flying on what channel? That's mm. that's all oh, I want. That'd be nice. Well, we don't have to do that if you're DJI. Yeah, but your signal might go out for like 15 <laughs> seconds. Only on 15 megabits. When you go so to 25, I think it's all right. So you think uh, it'd be interesting oh, to see? It'd be good to see if you can recreate that and find out what it, what it is. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. But I've seen um, perhaps, perhaps instead of your normal chair, you should have a spinny chair, and then you can spin <laughs> to see if it changes. If you're different, facing oh, different ways. You cut then. It took me a little while to get used to the goggles. Anyway, I think DJI knew people were going to go from small screens to big. I've said it before. They had that. Uh, I fly on the four by three setting because the sixteen by nine was just like puke fest. I would have just took off and held everywhere. Um, <laughs> so I put it on four by three, which I like flying with anyway because I prefer that than that. Um, and then you can even make it smaller in the screen. So, like I said before, I think I took it down to seventy, and it was still massive. And then every other flight, I've just been putting it up one. So now I've got it up to 100% in full by three. Still looks massive to me. You literally have to look around the screen. You, your eyes literally have to move to look at stuff, whereas on my fat shark stuff, they didn't really do anything. Yeah. <sighs> Some info from Bloods there about yeah. standing six metres apart, which sounds quite a distance, though, isn't it? It's good to, what, about 18, 20 feet, something? That's what I think happened. That's what we're going to try to stand together go to our local flying field and see if it happens again literally just following each other so there was there was that as well you know being that close to each other and having all the signal coming out and 700 milliwatts and standing next to each other yeah so we are gonna try doing that a bit see what happens recreate it i think can we we talk about we were you were socially distancing whilst holding hands can we talk about this clip that seems to be all over the place and has become a bit of a meme about this guy who appeared to be flying around a horse 
that then charges into him, rightly so, and knocks him absolutely flying. <laughs> Does anybody know the story behind that? What is going on? Do we know? Where was his spotter? That's what I can say. If you if you know how to spot him, you're <laughs> filming him getting hit by a horse. you move. I think from I, I've seen in passing a comment that I think was by him, or it might have been a description of one of the videos or something that he said they've been doing it as like an actual like paid gig, and they've done three goes of it already. Well, they'd done two, and this was the third one that he just wanted on the you know on the third one because it had gone so smoothly on the previous two. He literally told his spotters to go back there and get some nice footage uh, of it from back there, so he had a nice thing for his you know his own pilot role. Um, mm. And it was on that one that it's he, now cemented in concrete on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that he managed to spook the horse into him. Mm. it's slightly crazy because that is not an unsubstantial horse and i've i've been flying around the new forest area which has ponies and um at certain seasons of the year they get what i would describe as frisky so they all start sort of galloping around to prove how impressive they are and uh, i was like flying a plane i started hearing who's going down and my initial reaction immediately was flick plane into autopilot get the goggles up, find out where the damn horses are in case they're going to trample me to death and get out of the way. And that thing was so close to him. I don't know what what was going through his mind. Was he thinking, oh, this is going to look amazing. Hey, who's that guy there? Splat. <laughs> well, it was also like, it was like, for my money anyway, the quad seemed pretty close to where he was. Yeah. Why didn't yeah. move? <laughs> he, he appeared to be corralling the horse into himself. Yeah. I yeah. oh, no. Was, uh, this is what happens when you fly around nature, people. Don't do it. Yeah, Keep too close. Alone. I reckon it was uh, for a Lloyd's advert. That's my guess. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Do you mind if I pause myself and go and get a beer? You go I'll get try a beer. To be very quick. All right, then. So how much of an effort was it editing Jack's video? It was quite a lot of effort. The we started back at that when we were doing the oddball competition, and I said, "Why haven't you entered your Mavic as the oddball?" And he's like, "Ah, uh, because I'm I haven't done a video. I'm going well." I was like, "Give me the footage, and I'll drag something out of it." Which which got, and then it took several hours for Jack to go into deep storage through all these various porn hard disks and stuff yeah. until he could find that. And then when we got it, there were there were bits missing and we didn't really have an explanation or a timeline um so yeah it took a while because we had jack's footage then i needed to get jack to do a voiceover which i had to capture from me asking him stuff over discord and then recording it on my computer and then the amount of sound edits go into the hundreds uh because there's only a certain amount of times people will put up with, like, you know, uh, uh, at the end of every sentence. <laughs> he does so sound oh, if you If you look at the edits on the sound, it's literally, it's like all these little lines. These are all like, I'll just take two seconds out there because that's just that. So if Jack sounds a little bit robotic, it's because I had, to, I had to cut a lot. So 
Yeah. A, a good few hours of work, but it, <laughs> it sort of got there. I mean, I think it's a it's a good story that needs to be told, and I really do hope he gets out there and actually flies it and sorts out the FPV camera because we didn't get any DVR footage because it didn't exist, apparently. And uh, as far as I know, the the footage of them crashing in the warehouse they didn't manage to film for some reason. <laughs> That's, it yeah, I was looking running. forward to that. I kept, it was like on the, on the, on the video, it was like, yeah, and it made a really loud noise. And I was like, come on then, come on then, yeah, chill. Exactly. Make a <laughs> mistake. <laughs> Nothing. I was like, oh. Oh, there you go. He's saying he, he sorted the cam out. Good. Go fly it. Fly it. DVR footage. With some DVR, yeah. And then immediately send the DVR to Curry before you lose it. This is something that don't let Sheldon me. fly it, else it will crash. And don't let me look after the footage either, because it doesn't work either. No, these are all bad things. <laughs> well, no, I don't think anyone's going to be flying Saturday. Have you seen the weather for Saturday? Typically no. on a on a weekend, it looks bad for the weekends. I'll I think that's a good building weather. I think it's going to be windy. I think we've got wind, and then Saturday is going to be rainy and wet. I have got a waterproof cord. Could fly that. How waterproof is waterproof? I've flown it in pissing down rain. Can you fly it in the sea? I don't know. Not the sea. There's only one way to find out. I'd risk the sea. I'd risk. Uh, which which quad is this? How is how is it waterproof? Is it? I literally um, covered it in that nail polish stuff, <laughs> and then um, it's a old fossil plastic. Um, no gravity. F- one up from that FX. Oh. And then FSX or something. Yeah, FSX. And then I've so I've coated everything, and then I've. Literally glue gummed everything. (laughs) (laughs) Glue everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's how they officially like waterproof submarines and that. Just some guy goes through with a glue gun. I was like, this'll be fine, this a hold. (laughs) I've flown it in really hard rain and uh, put Uh, rain X on the camera, on the FPV camera and everything, and it worked. Yeah. I, I suppose there's there's only two problems with flying in the rain. One is, does that Rain X work on the lens? Can you get a clear view through it? If and, you put and Rain the other, does it yeah. just it just run straight off and does it sit there? Yeah, going at good speed. So like the the five point eight signal through the rain doesn't work that well, does it? Not very well, but and um, you have to see out in the rain on your chair. How's that? Not very nice. I actually, flew it from my van. Ah. And flew it for my car. Um, it was all right. It, it worked. So yeah, I can actually fly in the rain with one of my quads, and two of my racers are all coated. So Winter Blue mentioned uh, doing a Tupper quad. I would like, like having seen the one that yeah, Bradley that was, did for the LDO cool. drone games with the windscreen wiper. I would quite like to do another <laughs> one of those. That was good. I like the idea of the windscreen wipers. Yeah. You just did it with like a, a servo tester and a servo and like a paperclip. <laughs> did the job-ish. It worked very well. Yeah. I'd like to have a go using like um, magnetic couplings as well. So you 
almost like putting the the stator of a brushless motor on the inside and just having the the rotor on the outside with the magnets. So then, oh yeah, I see. Literally, only the magnets are outside, and then you only got to worry about the bearings. Hmm. That would be pretty cool if you get it to work. Because it may or may not be something that I might have had something to do with at work for some other things. So I might see what I can do about that. But again, that's that's on the long list of projects. That's oh, it's raining Saturday, so about it. I commission you to finish that. The plan. wing is is the main thing. Wing is. is because if you if get that to work, you're going to be famous. You'll get to a thousand subs before me and Jack. Well, I'd have to actually make a video about it. That's more than just oh look, it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've got Curry Kitten now to do it. You know, Curry Kitten, <laughs> he's going to ask you every time he goes flying. Can you edit a video for me? Well, I think he feels suitably. Um indebted because he keeps offering to buy me stuff all the time but <laughs> it's like come on get on with it edit stuff bless but um uh, there's uh, some stuff in the chat about uh so winter blue's got a couple of other things he's mentioned, oh, mentioned I, about... I haven't seen this one about hobby king no i hadn't seen this so uh, I, I guess this would be the, the fcc regulations I, I noticed you get if you look at like akk who are selling like 1500 milliwatt retexes they do a us version which only goes up to a thousand only and uh, removes some of the channels so i'm guessing is is that right winter blue that they were selling stuff where you could tune into the channels you're not supposed to or maybe went over power so that's quite a hefty fine oh. What Winterblue was just saying was that uh, the FCC was fine has fined Hobby King two point eight million dollars for selling non-compliant VTXs, um, but I, I know that there's definitely a precedent for that in the UK as well because I believe Radio C had a similar problem um, with the Ofcom because that's you know Ofcom generally don't really care about what you're actually broadcasting; they're more interested about the dealers of such equipment and so when it says when they're on a listing it says you know you can do a million watts whatever then they're not too happy about that and they will occasionally make an example of people selling that mm. kind of do you, uh, do you think in your um super knowledge base as as man of all knowing stuff uh, are the is ofcom or the fcc okay if basically the vtx comes locked but mm, yes. can be unlocked the entire reason so, for locking vtx's so then that's, it be the owners become the, the user and it's their fault yeah. instead of the actual distributor exactly so that's well, why if it stays like that, i'm happy with that you know that's why you know with the uh CBS stuff, you have to go through all the faff with unlocking it. With the immersion RC stuff, you got to have the God mode or whatever it is, the advanced God mode on the wand to be able to unlock it. That's why they do all that, is so that the hardware is legal to sell and isn't going to get people into trouble. Well, that's that's fine as long as they keep doing that. Because if if I had um, all my DJI kit and I run it legally which i do in the uk i i wouldn't i wouldn't bother with it if i had to run it 
It's weird that I know um, it's not Simon. Simon was on uh, Simon Dale. I'm talking about here. Yonks ago said he was like, he had meetings with Ofcom and stuff. And one of the things he tried to do was suggest like a 200 milliwatt limit raising Mm. from 25. Cause you can do an awful lot on 200, but 25 is that thing where it's not about range, but it's easy to get knocked out by something else. If, if uh, it exists, but they, they weren't having it. They, they weren't even going to budge a, a milliwatt on that at all. So yeah. we're still stuck on a very low wattage over here in the UK. But um, yeah, I think the US, if you've got your uh, amateur radio like operator license, which is like the first stage of it, then you can go to a thousand milliwatts. Well, I, think it should be, uh, I think they should look into it again a bit more. If you're in the middle of nowhere, I'm, I'm happy. I was happy with um, signal flying. Flying close to you, racing and stuff, 25 milliwatts, perfect. Because you can get loads of people on it and everyone gets a good picture. But if you're in the middle of nowhere and you want to do something that I want to, you know, that I did on my last video, you wouldn't, you can get anywhere and it would just be pants. And like, who's in the middle of nowhere doing it, using that? No one. Yeah. It was one of the things I want to talk about with our, our Open HD guest because, of course, they're not they're not using uh, analog video. They're using essentially a Wi-Fi link. Does this mean all bets are off and you can do what you like? Hopefully. Well, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Well, we'll find out on the 6th. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is this is kind of what, uh, this, this perennial question that I've wanted to know for years, which is like, at what point do you draw the line between digital and analog? At what point do you get to use, you know, the whole spectrum of, radio that's allowed for wi-fi and how how far can it go i don't even i don't know the the kind of legal side of that at all whether it's you know is it specifically the wi-fi technology that you have to license to be able to use that uh all that bandwidth or is it a technical specification that you have to meet or i don't know any any side of that if anyone does know anything about that Get in touch. We'd like to know more. Hmm. Uh, uh, in fact, if you've got any ideas of things that you'd like to see on the show, uh, any topics you'd like to see us cover, uh, anything like that, then next week uh, after the show, so it's Thursday the 30th, uh, after the, the main show that we'll be putting on with Menace, uh, we will be having an after-show bonus podcast for our patrons, uh, where we will be working out what we're going to do in the month of August, and we're going to try and have a go at putting together ideas for shows like more than six hours before the show. So that'll be interesting. Uh, so if you've got ideas, uh, <laughs> it, join it'd be interesting if people like wondering where the phrase couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery came from, <laughs> which is essentially as lot trying to actually have a meeting and organize anything in advance. Yeah. Essentially. You got to remember we've been doing this for and a bit years. Yeah. Um, we've done every single pilot who's famous, you know, we've done that. We've, been there, done that. We've, we've pretty we've much tried. done everyone. <laughs> we've, we've at least asked. Even if we've been told, no, go away. We've done a lot of people. We did it at the start. We did it a long time ago. Um, you know, so it's all, it's all there. If you want to listen to it or watch it, you still can. 
back in the day. Stuff. Early days of Rota Riot. We were the <laughs> first place that had Rota Riot on outside of their own channel. I we believe, were. Because we were the testing ground. Yep. So Numskull FPV is saying get Tony Cake or Trappy on. We've had Tony on yep. a couple of times, haven't we? Have we ever yeah. had Trappy on? Trappy has been on, but I think he was on Jack's channel. Mm. Where uh, an LDO channel. That's Before my time. Reason. Yeah, it was. But yeah. See, people Four and a half years seems much longer. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. Like we, we can quit if you want. We're we're only we only literally do this for you guys every Thursday and for people listening to the podcast. I hope you're still enjoying it. Uh two hundred and fifty-sixth hour of live broadcast, vaguely drone related, maybe sometimes weekly show. So okay. that's about five hundred hours of us lot just yapping on afterwards when no one's here to watch <laughs> exactly that if you want to know where all the good stuff is it's once we've hit stop then it's, yeah, yeah it's mostly before or after the actual show and we're like, oh, we should have had this <laughs> on the show shouldn't we and get involved with all that and help us with the editing and getting some more money mm. for literally none of us get any of the money it just goes back into ldo it pays for the website, it pays for the hosting of the website, the hosting of the podcast, the editing of the podcast. Yeah. It pays for the occasional bits of merch and things that we can put out so that we can get that stuff made if we do that. But we've now got the shop so that we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be having you know some more events and meetups and things when that kind of stuff can happen again. Because there's, there's definitely a venue that would be happy for us to have about 15 people coming along and spending a weekend at their site and flying around with some interesting places. So that will be happening some point. Are we going to do that? Is that a, is that a late August? I, th- I think ish, probably, maybe sometime around then, maybe to be... Cool. Be so we can meet some of our people who are in the mm-hmm. in the chat if they come along. Oh, that'd be cool because it's weird when you see uh, people's names like this, Mister Fruity Cakes. Yes, <laughs> you know, and actually putting a face to the name and stuff. That would be that. I'd like that. I'd like that. That would be, that'd be cool. Yeah, we oh, only no. do it, guys. So hopefully, we've got nothing to set on fire. Like Oh, thank you, Zero. Super sticker. Jack's not here, so we can't light him, or we've literally got nothing to light. Uh, and I'm not getting my nipples out. Uh, Richard Warwick asks, who wear roughly? Uh, north of me, south of NJ, east of both of us. <laughs> it could be anywhere. Jack, I'll send you London. a pi- I'll send you a picture of me half naked, so you can. Oh, well, I know what he's going to do. He just wants to put it on the <laughs> because I. He wants put a picture You should do top off head. with the cowboy hat on for Max Gainus to see how yeah. that looks. It's not gay wearing a cowboy hat. 
I've got a rocking uh, chair as well in my garden. Is that guy? Yeah, probably. <laughs> this this is I your like. like the you must have a hotkey for this ever. comment. Like you just press a button and it just comments under Facebook or something. Gay. So <laughs> I'm he's talking. Send, I'll just say I'm going to send your mum a picture of me topless. There you go, Jack. That's all I'm doing. Baby, Baby photos. photos yeah. yeah, Tony got told off by uh, Jack's mum just before the show. It's private. And I'm like, well, why did you put it on the internet then, Jack's mum? <laughs> oh, nothing's, nothing's private once it's on the net. Anyway. Yeah. So, Tony, do you want to give us a brief summary, a taster, a teaser of what's going to be happening next week? I thought you were going to say my nipple. I want a brief taste. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, hopefully we're having Greg on. He's on. He's in Spain at the moment, but he should be going home and then coming on. He may give stuff away. You never know. He always surprises me and gives stuff away. So fingers crossed, he might do a giveaway. Um, so yeah, he'll be talking about. He's actually got the new. Um, is this Tony's NDA filter going on now? Well, he, he did. I think he did post a picture of a new linear patch, didn't he, on yeah, Instagram? Yeah, that, that's, that's out. And then he's, oh, I don't know how much I can say. There's something <laughs> else. In, I don't know. Cause there's this is great. It's like Andy RC's here and watching the squirm all over again. Oh, no, no, It's because Painless is something to do it as well. So it'd be good to see if we can get Painless on with Greg. Hmm. Because they both, because it was something that Painless had an idea and kept pestering Greg for about two years. And Greg finally said, Yes, I'll do it. And I think it's in the pipeline or out soon. So I know, I know of at least one thing that Lee's been pestering Menace about for a while. Well, then you probably know what I do. Okay. Well, I'm out of the loop. Looking we'll forward see. to knowing. Well, again, we shall save the best for the after show, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh, thank you for listening or watching this 256th hour of LDO nonsense. Uh, join us again next week. We'll be speaking to Greg from Menace. And then for our patrons, we'll be having an after show next week where we work out what we're doing in the month of August. Um, thank you very much for listening and watching and see you all next week bye 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 telemetry lost